Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear Hotline. Here we roll. Sensational Sunday. Even better Saturday. World Series continues. And I'm legally changing my name. All that and more. The guys are here. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. And the one place to start is going to be with our breaking news as Ryan Clark and Rex Ryan stick around in studio with the Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. If you haven't been near a TV or a phone or anything like that in the last hour, Adam Schefter with the news that the expectation in Tennessee is that Derrick Henry is out for the year. They're undergoing an MRI or he's undergoing an MRI on his foot. But the tone of everything suggests they believe he's done for the season. Ryan Clark, how do you put into perspective the significance of that loss? You honestly cannot, Greeny. Would we look at what Derrick Henry means to this offense, not only in production, but also in perception. Even yesterday, and you and I were in here yeah. in the same building, right, talking about Derrick Henry, and we said he didn't look the same. He didn't look as explosive, but him being on the field allows the play-action game to flourish. And so when you don't have a guy like Derrick Henry who means so much to your offense, it totally changes your opportunity to contend, to win championships. And I don't believe without another runner that can replace him, which I don't believe there is a guy that can do that, that the Tennessee Titans are the same team. And this is a team, Rex, that in the last three weeks, it's actually two weeks, uh, they have beaten Buffalo, Kansas City, and Indianapolis, who was their primary division opponent. Uh, so, I mean, they were setting themselves up for the one seed in the AFC and, and all that stuff. Does this end that? Yeah, I think it does, Greeny. I mean, look, they're going to win their division because they're, they're three up in the win column, right. but basically Colts. four up because they beat the Colts uh, head-to-head twice. Right. So they'll win their division, but they're not going anywhere. I mean, right. no player... Uh, no player in the league means more to his football team than Derrick Henry. True. And and to me, they, they will not be able to overcome this. It's a devastating loss. And, and if you look at Shefty's Twitter, he's tweeting out the possibilities of different guys they could go out and try and get. Remember, the trade deadline is tomorrow, so the name Ronald Jones, Rojo from Tampa Bay yeah. comes up, and a few others, but it did... There's no player who can do for them what Derrick Henry. I mean, does when, you look, when you look at when you look at Derrick Henry and his imprint on this team, not only this year but the last three or four years mm. has been absolutely amazing. You know, we we finally got around to saying he was the best running back because we kind of get enamored with the glitz and the glamour of guys that catch passes and and line up outside. But Derrick Henry is the best pure runner in this league, and the amount of physicality he adds to this team is huge. And Rex, being a guy who really kind of coined ground and pound in the NFL, understands what having that physical mindset on offense does for your entire team. Yeah, but, you're exactly right. I mean, because your defense, man. Yep. I mean, look, you're going against that every day, and it's and it spills over to your defense. Yep. And you mentioned it before, the play-action game, all of that bootleg, everything that Ryan Tannehill's great at, it's because of the big horse in the backfield. 100%. I, I mean, this team's in trouble. I feel bad. I, there's something yeah. about that yeah. I like. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know what it is, but I, I feel bad. That's a devastating loss. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. The, the first words spoken on Get Up this morning coming out of Highlights were Dan Orlovsky saying, the Dallas Cowboys are the team to beat in the NFC. They are the best team in the NFC. Coming off a week where back to Thursday, Arizona lost. Tampa loses last night and looked very human. Rex, are the Cowboys the best team in the NFC? Yeah, because of their defense, Greeny. Look, we said it. 
for, for the last three years, we're like, hey, they have the best, best offense in the National Football League. Nobody cared. They were never a serious threat right. because they couldn't stop anybody. Right. Now, that defense, man, I tell you what, this Randy Gregory, I don't know, that's, this is the young Going man that battled right now, all that stuff out of Nebraska, yeah. had all those issues, suspensions and all that. Well, now he's playing. He's doing a terrific job. We know how good Diggs has been. You know, and, and Micah Parsons and all that. There's a kid I call them. Uh, you know, uh, Boogie Basham. Right. It's not even Boogie Basham. It's Terrell Basham. He's 93. I don't know who he is, but the kid plays well. Also, but uh, to me, I, I think that defense. The 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 difference that Dan Quinn has has made on this football team can't be underestimated. It really can't. And, and it really to can't. me, this right. is a legitimate contender. Yeah, and, and I think that, that was what was amazing to me. I'll be honest. I had picked the Minnesota Vikings coming into this game because I didn't necessarily know if the Dallas Cowboys could stop them. They were, you know, Dallas Cowboys had turned the football over. They had pressured the quarterback, but they gave up a ton of yards. They had given up a ton of points, and I didn't know against a team like Minnesota who had the Adam Thielens and the Justin Jeffersons and the Dalvin Cooks, if they could come up big the way they did last night. But to understand the moment, and, and Rex knows this as a defensive coach, is when you have a backup. I played with Charlie Batch, and I played yep. with Dennis Dixon. Sometimes when you have a backup, that defense has to step up and play to a different level. And the Dallas Cowboys were able to do that last night. So you have to give a ton of credit to Dan Quinn and what he's been able to do this season. Yeah, Greeny, RC, Rex Ryan with me up here. Let's go around the league a little bit. Um, Justin Fields had his best day yeah. as a Chicago Bear yesterday. I, my observation watching the game was that felt more like a win than half their wins have this season, even though they wind up losing the game. And it is a week in which their head coach was not there. Not just was he not there Sunday, but he wasn't there the whole week. He tested positive right. for COVID like after their game last right. Sunday. So he wasn't even in the building the entire week. RC, is that a coincidence? Greeny, it, it can't be. You know, and, and, and I want to say, like, you don't, you don't want to say, especially – in the times we're in and yeah. the reason he was out, right. that that's the reason this team was better. Yeah. But you can't ignore it, Greeny. You can't sit here and not pay attention to Mitchell Trubisky and his time in Chicago and then look at this season in totality and now focus on this week without Matt Nagy being a part of the game plan. And I keep pointing to Rex because he has a different perspective than I do as in being a head coach. He knows that the work is truly done Wednesday to Friday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday to Friday when, when, when the game plan is being implemented, that's when the work is done. And Matt Nagy not being there, some of those conversations you get to have with Justin Fields, like, Justin, if you get an opportunity, run the football. Justin, we're going to get you outside the pocket. If it's not there, be creative. Use your athleticism. Those things matter. And I feel like those conversations, the play calling of getting him outside the pocket, the boots, the play action, all of that was important to what Justin Fields was able to accomplish. And you have to notice and you have to make mention that Matt Nagy wasn't there. Yeah, Ryan, you and I were watching him play. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this kid looks like an NFL quarterback. 100%. Like, not just an athlete playing the position. And that, to me, is a credit to their coaching staff. They finally used his athleticism, moved the pocket for him, give him a chance to make plays on the field. And guess what? He was accurate with the football. He was. So He to, got in the rhythm, Rex. You're oh, right. he did. He got in the rhythm, He bro. did. And the scary thing is this is what we've been looking for. Right. We've been wanting to see this from jump with this young man. Why? Because the whole country knows that this guy's a phenomenal you know, talent. Right. And let's see him play quarterback, man. Let him play quarterback. And then one more for you guys here. And it's straight talk brought to you by straight talk wireless, straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. 
The, the New York Jets selected Zach Wilson number two overall to be the future of their franchise. They will rise and fall based upon him. And I don't think anything that happens yesterday changes that. But it is inescapable that the Jets' offense yesterday looked a thousand times more both efficient and dynamic. And it's kind of hard to be both of those things. Like, you can yeah. be more dynamic without being more efficient. You can be more efficient <laughs> right. without being more. Right. They were both of those things yesterday with the thoroughly unheralded Mike White playing quarterback for them. Rex, why? Because their coaching staff, they, they took a page out of the Bill Belichick book on what you do with a rookie quarterback. And to me, they implemented that type of system. And so it's not Mike White, congratulations, 400 yards passing, absolutely amazing, Mm -hmm. okay? But they should have done this earlier with Zach Wilson, and we probably would have seen similar results with Zach Wilson. So, so that's the part of it. Look, I don't want to sit here and be negative on a day where the Jets won. I'm delighted that they won. I'm delighted how well he played. But do they need to know that he's a rookie too? I mean, Zach Wilson, they have not coached like he's a rookie. (laughs) They didn't coach like that. All and, year long for him. How, how long have we talked about this, especially when we got to watch Zach Wilson on the same field with Mac Jones, that the, the, the New York Jets weren't coaching Zach Wilson as a rookie. And I get it. He can make the off-balance throws, and he can make some of the off-time plays or the improvisation, but that's not what we need to see. We need to see him play on time. We need to see him protect himself. And we saw that from Mike White. But I do feel like when you have a backup quarterback – there's an elevated level of attentiveness for everyone, whether it's coaches, defensive players, skilled players around him. And we saw that from Mike LaFleur and Robert Salah yesterday. And that's what needs to happen when Zach Wilson returns. Play the same type of game. You don't have to go and show everybody, oh, look, this is what he did against Coastal Carolina that made us love him. <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares about that. What we care about is staying healthy, progressing, and making the plays to help your team be successful as an offense. I mean, they bottomed out last week that, that, yeah. that yeah, the jet game last week was as bad as it could possibly be yeah. there there are rival and i put that in air quotes because i mean the jets haven't been good enough to be a rival to them since rex since you were there um but really humiliated them like sort of rubbed their yeah. face in it and i don't know if that's part of it or what but i mean whatever soul searching was done during the course of the week at least for one day yesterday it worked yeah i tip my hat to him i mean because look it is humbling these are all professional professional nfl coaches but it didn't look like it last week. And to their credit, they said, hey, you know what? We had so much trouble stopping New England. Why don't we do some similar things? And they did. So to their credit, they did. Because I'm looking, I'm like, oh, my gosh, right down to the, the same gadget plays yeah, that we saw in New England Same exact gadget plays, right. It, it was like, hey, man, it's a copycat league, and they, they, they did it. But to their credit, they made also some moves that, are under, that, that people might not notice. They moved – LaFleur, the offensive coordinator from the field, you see it differently. up top. Yeah. You do, and, and you do, you're not caught in the emotion of it. They bring Matt Cavanaugh, a veteran coach, down to be with the rookie quarterback. And so I think those are all steps in the right direction. But make no mistake, guys. Look, Zach Wilson, I said it. He's the most talented quarterback the Jets have ever had since Joe Namath. He is talented. And man. don't get it twisted. The New England Patriots, if they had a chance to draft Zach Wilson, they would have taken Zach Wilson over yeah. Mac Jones. So this kid's a talent, but Mike White for him, I mean, bless your heart, that, that Man, unbelievable game, 400-yard game. Quick final thought, RC, you'll be with me Friday morning on Get Up, as yep. you always are. If the Jets beat the Colts on Thursday night and Mike White looks anything no, they like— they don't have a controversy, Greeny. 
Because I know you were trying to start. The first words out of my mouth are going to be, Ryan Clark, is there a quarterback controversy? Absolutely not, Greeny. Listen, you understand what you have with Zach Wilson. It's going to be a coaching controversy because if you can win with Mike White and you understand how to play with a young guy that's inexperienced because he's less talented, do the same thing with the talented guy. Don't get enamored with all these other things that he can do and try to force him to be more than he can mentally handle right now. This is a learning. This is a lesson for Zach Wilson. This is a lesson for the Jets coaching staff as well, Green. What makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination? It's because they offer free battery testing and charging and reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99. And they've always got your battery solution. Get in the zone with AutoZone. You guys are the best. Thank you very much. Safe travels to both of you as you both head out on the road here. I always appreciate you hanging out. As we continue, my takes will include the very confusing way I will spend six hours of my day today. That's on the way next. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. That's terrible breaking news that we have this morning. Again, if you love football, it just makes me sick to see this. Uh, It appears Derrick Henry is going to be lost for the season in Tennessee. Uh, Shefty reporting he's going through an MRI to get uh, the the official diagnosis of a foot injury. I was just sent an email from our news desk with uh, some details the Titans are concerned that Derrick Henry has a Jones fracture, which is a fracture of the bone on the pinky toe side of your foot, the fifth metatarsal. That often happens near the end of the bone and usually disrupts blood flow because the blood gets the bone gets less blood. Your healing time goes up. This fracture surgery may be needed to align the bone and help with the healing. These fractions sometimes uh, take heal, they heal on their own, but they may take months to heal without surgery. So that that's a lot of details on, on what is just a terrible. Blow. There's just no other way to say it. There's no, I'm not sure how many of the contending teams 
There's how many injuries you could hear about that you would say, well, that's worse than this. I guess the quarterbacks, right? I mean, you'd lose your quarterback in Tampa or a lot of these other places because quarterbacks are just so disproportionately important. But that that's a team that I think when I got to work this morning, I was thinking they might win the Super Bowl. And I have stopped thinking that. So that is just a devastating blow. All right, let's get to the takes. Greenies takes. All right. So like you, I spent my entire day watching football yesterday and I have emerged with a variety of takeaways. I'll give you mine and then I will ask the assembled members of the hashtag, uh, hashtag crew to give us theirs. But here we go. Number five. Watching Justin Fields yesterday made me think of Eli Manning. Any fan of the Giants or anyone who was watching at the time will remember that Eli Manning's rookie year, he took over about halfway into the season. And for the first several weeks, my stock line was, it's not clear to me that Eli knows in which direction his team is trying to go. Like, he doesn't know which end zone ultimately he's trying to get to. He just looked that kind of lost. And I've talked with him about it. I remember that at some point that season, a light went on. It just looked like it went on. And he didn't become a great player immediately. But he just looked like an NFL quarterback. Justin Fields, up until yesterday, did not look to me like an NFL quarterback. How much of this is about the coach and all the rest of that? I don't know. The coach is going to get fired. There is less chance that Matt Nagy is going to be the head coach of the Bears next year than there is that I'm going to be. But Justin Fields yesterday had that Eli moment. He's looked so lost, so totally overwhelmed, overmatched by the situation through most of the first few games of his career that I posted yesterday that's going to be the first day of the rest of his life. Like, he looked like an NFL quarterback yesterday. It happened for Eli. It happens for them all. Some it takes a little longer than others. And the big picture, this really didn't take that long. And that game yesterday, if I'm a fan of the Bears, felt more like a win than some of the games they've won this year. Because yesterday they were playing with a quarterback who looks like he might be outstanding. These are Greeny's takes. Number four. What in the actual heck was Carson Wentz doing yesterday? I mean, let me bring Hembo in here because you're an Eagle fan, and so you've probably seen every snap that Carson Wentz has taken in his career. The interception he throws down in his own end zone is one of the worst plays I've ever seen a quarterback make. If it happens in the first quarter, the fact that it happens in the fourth quarter of a tie game is just unimaginable. And I asked Dan Orlovsky in the meeting this morning, what what is the quarterback's mo- job to do there? Because he can't take a safety. But Dan says, you've got, when you have the ball back there in one, in, in that moment, you got one option. And if it's not there, you are throwing the ball away immediately. Immediately. And that's not what he does. He holds on to it a minute. He's trying to find a way to make a play. Now he's going to get sacked. He can't take the safety. So he just flings the ball up in the air left handed. I know the interception and in the, in the, in the overtime winds up killing them, but that's the worst play I think I, I can think of a really good player making. In my memory, Hembo, as a guy who watches him all the time, what do you think? That's part of the Carson Wentz experience, Greeny. It's, it's, it's a constant roller coaster. The reason Carson Wentz is such a tantalizing player is because you see all the good. But you don't get all the good if you don't get the bad. It's all baked into the cake for Carson Wentz. There have only been five interceptions this season thrown in which the game was tied. And we were in the fourth quarter in overtime. And two of them were Carson Wentz yesterday. Right. They were as bad a mistake as you could possibly make, given the context of the game. I mean, those that, that first one is just oh. one of the worst plays I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I'm, you know, I'm watching the Jet game on one TV in the red zone, 
on the other. And so, you know, I'm sort of, I'm not, because the Jets were actually a game worth watching yesterday, I might not have had my head in everything as much as I otherwise might. And when I saw that play happen, my first thought was, was there a penalty? Like, did he think he had a free play? What is he doing? Like, that was just an unimaginable Terrible mistake. Number three. If you blame Cleveland's loss yesterday on Baker Mayfield, then you didn't watch the game. It's just that simple. And I'm not here to defend Baker all the time. I know I did an essay defending him before the season, and he's been hurt. And I I still think the biggest mistake he made all year long was trying to make a tackle, which basically ruined his year. But if if you watched that game and you blame Baker Mayfield, then I question whether you have any idea what you're even seeing. Baker Mayfield did more things right than the guys around him did. Odell Beckham has become a non-factor. You could you could just forget. For a player of Odell Beckham's stature, you could forget he's out there. He threw a ball to Beckham yesterday that Beckham, it would have been a tough catch, but he might have caught. And my first reaction was, oh yeah, he's on this team. <laughs> like, you've just forgotten Odell is on the team. And it's well documented. Jarvis Landry had just a terrible day. He's an excellent player, and excellent players have terrible days. Sometimes he had a flat-out terrible day with a fumble and two horrendous drops that cost this team the game. But I, I, I just my takeaway watching as much of that game as I could yesterday was, if you blame that game on Baker Mayfield, you didn't watch it. Number two. Now this gets interesting. Tom Brady doesn't want any part of the Saints in the playoffs. I'm telling you right now, he does not want New Orleans in the playoffs. And the injury to Jameis Winston is terrible yesterday. I felt terrible for him because that was his Super Bowl against his former team. And we'll talk a little later in the hour about them. But Tom Brady does not want any part of that defense. And let me give you the stat. I accidentally uh, deleted it. I had sent it to myself. But, Hembo, there was a stat that ESPN Stats and Info tweeted that talked about how many games Brady has had in a Tampa uniform in which if you add up his interceptions and sacks, that number adds up to five. There have been three of them that he's had since he got to Tampa. All three of them were against New Orleans. Mm. Am I saying that right? Yes, those three regular season games, right? They're those three regular season mm-hmm. games. And then, of course, they beat them in the playoffs last year. And that makes everybody say, oh, well, they beat him when it mattered. Hold on. Drew Brees threw three interceptions in that game. Brees, it was a, a terrible performance in Brees, unfortunately, in his last game. Tom Brady does not want any part of New Orleans in the playoffs. And, and the Saints could very well wind up in the playoffs. Now, they lose their quarterback yesterday, so that is a bad loss, and we'll talk a little more about them a little bit later. But that's my number two take. Brady does not want to see that team again. Number one. And then number one, I just want to let everyone know if you're expecting me later today, uh, I'm going to be busy. Uh, My day is going to be uh, occupied. I will be spending about six hours at the Department of Motor Vehicles. Uh, because I'm going to go down there and legally change my name to Mike White. Um, I don't want to overreact to the performance of the young Jets quarterback yesterday, but I, I do think it is time that I change my name to match his because I don't like him. I love him. And that is the big question. And so I'm now going to bring in, before I let the hashtag crew give us their takes, I'm actually going to give them today's question of the day. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. The question of the day for the members of the hashtag crew is, do the Jets have a quarterback controversy coming off of Mike White having the best first start in NFL history? In NFL history. Or at least since they've been keeping these stats in 1950. So in the last 70 years, 
No quarterback in his first start ever had 400 passing yards with three passing touchdowns until yesterday. Mike White. And he was playing a good team, a good defense, who obviously sold the Jets short, but so what? So, Nuno, I'll start with you. Do the Jets have a quarterback controversy? For the sake of the show, yes. Um, I want Mike White to go out there and look great. No, and I think Ryan Clark said it uh, perfectly at the end of that uh, first segment, is it's not a, a player or QB controversy. It's a coach controversy. Why did Mike White look so good where Zach Wilson has struggled so far this year? Well, that, that is the question. I will get to that. But so that's one vote for no on the quarterback controversy. Bubba, do the New York Jets have a quarterback controversy? Well, I think the answer is simple. If it was any, any other team, the answer is obviously no. It's not even a question. Zach Wilson's the future. But let's remember it's the Jets, so they're probably going to mess this up. And the answer is yes. Sala already said, I don't know, maybe he will. So who knows? So there is a controversy because the Jets are the Jets and they're probably going to make the wrong move here. It's what's on your mind with the assembled <laughs> members of the hashtag crew brought to you by My Computer Career, training for a better life. That's one vote yes, the other vote no. Hembo, do the Jets have a quarterback controversy? No, of course not. But the Jets also had no idea that he had this in him, evidenced by the fact that they traded for Joe Flacco a week before it happened. They don't, definitely don't have a quarterback controversy. He did play an amazing game, but I agree with Nuno. It speaks more to the incompetence of the coaching staff when Zach Wilson was starting. Okay, so I now will give the right answer to all of you here. Yes, the Jets have a quarterback controversy, and I will tell you why. Because quarterback controversies are not created in meeting rooms. They're not created on playing fields. They're not created in ownership boxes. They're created in the stands. They're created by the fans. They're created by the callers to the talk shows. And I'm telling you right now, if Mike White, Mike White should light up Indianapolis on Thursday night, and then you turn on your radio Friday afternoon when Michael and Don and those guys, and you're telling me the callers are not all going to be saying, we got to leave this kid out there, at least let him play till he gets, and you know, let him keep going till he loses one. And then Zach Wilson reclaims that job, which he obviously will. And he continues to look the way he looked. Are you telling me the fans are not going to be chanting for Mike White at these games? Brandon, I'm looking at you. You're the biggest Jet fan I know. And you're giving me the shaking of your head. No, Greeny, there's no right. I'm telling you that you and I both know Zach Wilson is the future of the Jets. But we don't get to decide what the fans do. So if he goes out there and plays another big game, and then their next home game, Zach Wilson reclaims that spot, which he will, and he's struggling, you're telling me we're not going to get Mike White chance at the stadium and then that doesn't have an impact on a young quarterback from Utah, from a town in Utah who has fewer people in that town than in my apartment building? You're telling me that's not a factor? That's where quarterback controversies begin, in the stands and on the radio talk shows. Now, Brandon doesn't have a microphone. I'm sitting here yelling at him and I'm looking at him and I realize he can't respond. Am I wrong? Nuno. Let me ask Nuno. You're a radio talk show host, and the first thing you said was the right thing. For the sake of the show, I hope there's a quarterback controversy. And if you're telling me that the flames of that are not going to be fanned by talk show hosts everywhere, you're out of your mind. Oh, no, listen, I'll be the first one to put that in, our, in my Nuno's notes. Be like, hey, we, got a contra- con- we have a controversy. This kid needs to play. Don't put Zach, in- Zach Wilson in. Um, but at the end of the day, 
as fans, I'm going to say something that I don't even believe. We have to be realistic. And you as an organization are not going to get better if Mike White is your answer. Well, again, we didn't... I don't think you're wrong. But to the point that Hembo made a minute ago, we didn't know this was going to happen yesterday. (laughs) So who knows what's going to happen? There is nothing less likely about Mike White turning out to be a great quarterback than there was about Tom Brady turning out to be the greatest quarterback of all time. He was a sixth-round pick. He was the 199th pick. Five quarterbacks or six quarterbacks got drafted ahead of him that year. So if I had told you after that draft or after Brady's first game, actually, this guy's going to win seven Super Bowls and be the greatest player of all time, you would have laughed more loudly than you would about Mike White. (laughs) So the Jets are at Indianapolis on Thursday night. I don't know that he's going to play that well. It seems extremely unlikely. But if he does, they then come home to play Buffalo. A 1 o'clock kick on November 14th. If Zach Wilson is the starting quarterback of that game, and at halftime the Jets offense looks anything like what it looked like last week, are you telling me the chance of Mike White's name, Brandon, are not going to be echoing loudly all across that stadium? And that matters. If you think this stuff doesn't matter, it does. It matters. Not that it, to the extent that it is, it is going to influence what they should do or what they will do. But you don't want your quarterback hearing another person's name chanted in his stadium when he was the second pick in the draft and you are building your entire franchise around him. So that is the reality of the situation, whether we like it or not. We have not yet gotten to the assembled members of the hashtag crews hot takes, but we will as we continue next. We also have a green light coming up uh, with uh, the latest on the World Series, and we will have time today for your calls. Your hot takes are on the way as we continue here. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I just gave you my takes this morning, and now we will hear from the hashtag crew, all of whom have interesting perspective at all times. We begin with Bubba. Bubba wearing a Dak Prescott jersey today, as is tradition. But I guess the question is, should we get you a Cooper Rush jersey coming off of that win last night? Bubba, what is your hot take on this Monday morning? Oh, man. Wow. What a, what a game. I was a little worried. I thought maybe the streak was going to come to an end. Thought maybe it'd be over. I'd come in here fully shaved. But nope. We're on day 26, and we're going the full week. Not bad. Not bad at all. 
What a game. What a win. Cooper for life. But, I mean, honestly, I think that game said more about the Vikings. What a disaster that was. <laughs> just just pathetic. I mean, Kirk Cousins is like, is like the Andy Reid of quarterbacks for clock management. What, what is he doing at the end of the first half? That, that was just pathetic. But the defense continues to be unbelievable. I had, I had, did not expect them they were going to win until, honestly, the final 20 seconds. What a play by Zeke to get, the, get that first down, which was ridiculous. Really still have no confidence in Cooper Rush. After the first half, I was like, can we put in Will Greer? Then I looked at his stats in Carolina. I was like, never mind. He's also awful. Second half, Cooper had a little, played a little better. Let's get Dak back. Also, I'm glad they sat Dak, though. That was great. Although they said they made the decision a while ago, so I have no idea why he was warming up like a lunatic before the game because that's just going to – could possibly hurt him. But I'm glad he sat. Let's go next week. Get Dak back in there and wear the jersey another week. Let's do it. Okay, so th- there is some conversation uh, amongst our get-up crew this morning about with as comfortable as you are sitting right now, if you're the Cowboys, do you continue to sit Dak? Well, I think with the win, definitely since they won, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Yeah, you play Denver and Atlanta the yeah. next two weeks. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset if he since they won for sure. I would not be upset. You got to make sure that Dak is literally 100 percent on that calf before you bring him back. It buys you some time because not only are the rest of the teams in that division way behind you, but they're also all bad. Like, if you watched Washington play Denver yesterday, oh. that was a game no one should have won. Oh. Like, that was genuinely, they should have just ruled that uh, a, a, a game in which both teams lose. That was such a terrible football game to watch um, that, that, that they're no good. The Giants are not nearly good enough. I think the Giants are better than them, but they're not good. And who am I forgetting? And then the Eagles. That brings us to Hembo's Eagles, who also won and won big yesterday. The Lions just imploded. The Lions, obviously, the week before against Stafford was their Super Bowl, and they they looked like the worst team in the NFL yesterday. I'll give Hembo his chance for his hot take coming off an Eagles win yesterday. Every single fan in Philadelphia over the last month, Greeny, has been calling in the talk radio stations there, begging Nick Sirianni and the coaching staff to run the ball. And the Eagles finally did, albeit against the Lonely Lions, 46 times for 236 yards. They dropped 44 points on a really bad Lions team and only had to throw the ball 16 times to do it. The Eagles are 3-5. and five. They have the easiest remaining schedule in the NFC. I'm not thinking playoff thoughts, but yesterday was definitely a step in the right direction. All right, this is Greeny with you, where all our guests appear on the Goodyear hotline with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear more driven. Uh, that brings us to Nuno. Nuno's Giants play Kansas City tonight on Monday Night Football. That doesn't have to be the subject of your hot take. Nuno, what have you got for us today? No, I was going to say, it was such a peaceful Sunday. The Giants didn't play. They didn't make me miserable. Um, And I just got to enjoy watching you know, watching football and not be emotionally attached up until the point that the the Cowboys come back and win a game they shouldn't have won. Like, then that just screws up everything because you were hoping they would lose. They would panic, right? And then... Um, I just think it was a great Sunday, except for okay. I have a gripes. Um, except for there we go. And I, everyone loves the red zone, but and I know they just want to keep showing you games, showing you games. But there was no reason to keep showing us the Eagles Lions game. <laughs> there was no reason showing to show the Rams Texans game. The you know the Jacksonville and Seahawks game, and then of course that horrendous Washington football team Broncos game. Like, why are you punishing us if we're not a fan or you're not a degenerate and have money on that game? You shouldn't be watching. Yeah, but that is who it's for. It is <laughs> exactly. for the gamblers and it is for the fantasy people. And do not, uh, under no circumstances, am I here for any red zone slander. 
Uh, I am of the opinion that the red zone is the second most important creation in the history of humankind. Uh, some medical device is one. You pick whichever one you think is the most important. That's one. And then the red zone is two. The red zone is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Scott Hansen, I've never met him in my entire life, and he's like my best friend. <laughs> Scott Hansen <laughs> is my best friend. I've never met him. I don't know him. I don't know where he li- He must live in L.A. They do their stuff from L.A. I don't know him, but we must protect Scott Hansen at all costs. Let's get him on sometime. His, he made one Halloween joke after another yesterday, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. and oh, with anyone else, I would have been like, it's enough. We get it. that it's. Ha-. But with him, I loved he's it. He's got a lot of Orlovsky. I loved it. it. He, he, I love him. <laughs> I don't care. Either. He's making Halloween jokes left and right. It's the witching hour. Where wins become losses and losses become wins. I love him. I, I again, Scott. We must protect Scott Hansen at all costs. Can, can I say one other thing here? Because uh, we never. Uh, what happens on these Mondays is that everything that happens on Sunday sort of takes all of our attention away from anything that happened earlier in the weekend. But I just want to say, Michigan, Michigan State. Might have been the best football game at any level that I've watched in years. I've never been more. I didn't have. A, I don't have a horse in that race. I didn't care who won at all, and I could barely breathe watching the second half of that game on TV. If you didn't see it, it was thirty to fourteen Michigan, and they looked like they were going to kill him. And Michigan State just starts coming back. And God bless, there's another one, Gus Johnson. I love Gus Johnson. He's doing the game. He's out of his mind, excited, and. Michigan State's just coming back and coming back and coming back and ultimately wins. Did you watch that game? The whole thing. That might have been the most exciting football game that I've seen in years. I found, I found someone for whom I would say I would be more scared of than any other person in the whole world, and that is Michigan State head coach Mel Tucker. Yeah. He, he coaches with so much intensity. I'm just watching the game at home, and it's like, oh, don't look at me. Don't look at me. He is – you can see why they, they play so hard for the Yes, I, I, I apologize to everyone listening in East Lansing, uh, but enjoy that guy while you've got yeah, him. No and maybe he'll take you to the playoff, but he's going to be the next coach of LSU for sure. That, that win locked it up. For I mean, sure. He is the number one guy that teams are going to go after now, and LSU was open. And look, I'd love to see Mel Tucker stay. I'm a Big Ten fan. I root for the Big Ten at all times. But, I mean, they should be the number two team in the country right now. Agreed. This year, when, they, when these things come out tomorrow night, they should be the number mm. two team in the country behind Georgia. Uh, I'm Greeny. I'm presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program. Now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Got to get a green light in here as Hemba will take you through what's happening in the World Series. And plenty of time for your calls in our next hour on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN Plus. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.